3: Being dudes here on the draft dudes podcast it's joe marino and kyle krabs we're your host chris schuber floating around as a producer we're from the draft network we're brought to you by bet online the best spot for all your sports wagering information they've got it all football's futures the nba playoffs the nhl playoffs you've got the fights right boxing ufc is all going on you've got everything vegas casino games check them out easy to use website you can use your desktop or mobile device. Sign up today, we'll give you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. B L E A V. Bet online, it's where the game starts. Kyle, happy National Sewing Machine Day to you.
2: Sewing Machine Day. Bro. Uh, I'm sorry. Use, the ever the ever options were bad. No. Have you ever used No. One? Never. I did no. eighth grade eighth grade home ec class. I did sew a pillow. So that's yeah.
4: I put together I a football home ec. Yeah, eighth wow. grade. Wow, okay.
3: You guys
2: did things I okay. didn't. Okay.
3: Didn't do that here in North Carolina.
2: I'm sorry to hear it. Well,
4: yeah, we
2: cheap. uh we want to jump right in here with Trey Lance and the San Francisco yes. 49ers looking at year two situations. Is that the plan?
3: That's the plan. It's a fascinating one, Kyle, uh, because oh, I, I certainly look back, back at what I said last year, and I feel differently. I, I do. I really feel differently about this. And there's some real contingencies in place here. Should be a really fun conversation.
2: Okay. Well, we are here for nuanced and... Yes, Chris, is
4: there are, a wee-woo here? No, no, wee-woo. I just want to update oh, everybody. Oh, this morning, I spent some time, and I put together the boards. <sighs> oh, I combined the 2021 board and what we've already done in 2022 to get a better context. So when you're done, I can now better tell you where a player is going to sit and which quarterbacks they sit between. So I just want to let you know the statistics are better here for this week on the show.
3: Uh, Chris, before, Thank
4: before you, you go away, Chris, float back in for us. Yeah, buddy. What's going on? There's something
3: we have to acknowledge right now. Right now. Because we've been getting beat up on Twitter all weekend. Oh, not what I thought it was going to be about. Yeah, yeah, because Marquise Brown had 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 1,000 yards.
4: And I said it. And you said, no, we didn't. A story said, the last Ravens wide receiver. I read it mm. directly from the story and from? said, this is from is the it story. From? I don't know where the story was from. Oh, mm. go, go back and I'll find it. I'll go find it. it. We're gonna, yeah. We're going to
2: throw him right under the bus. Sure. We'll Let throw me work right on it real quick.
4: Great. I'll be right. right back. Now,
2: let's let's get started with Trey Lance here. All right. got a lot to cover. All right. Actually, coaching. Outstanding.
3: You're, coaching. You want to set, set the table for coaching, man?
2: Sure. I mean, obviously, you, you have... Kyle Shanahan as the remaining head coach who's been in place since what 2017 was the year he was hired. Is that
3: yeah, yeah, correct? I think he's 17.
2: 17 yeah. ish. Uh, obviously, the departure of Mike McDaniel looms uh, as a potential significant change for San Francisco, but Kyle Shanahan is a very stabilizing force here. Um, I do not go to the depths that you go, so quarterbacks coach and all those notes I do not have readily oh, yeah, available. I got it. If you have them, yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah. We'll tag team it.
3: Quarterbacks quarterbacks coach did not expect this, had no idea this guy was their quarterbacks coach, Brian Greasy, coming from the Monday Night Football booth No way. To QB room in San Francisco. Yeah, I had no idea until I researched mm, it in preparation like for that. this podcast. I don't know if I like that. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I do either. I don't know if I like that. But, uh, you know, a right. 12-year NFL player. Is now a quarterbacks coach, like you mentioned, Kyle Shanahan losing Mike McDaniel, Bobby Slowick, now the passing game coordinator, another one of those up and coming Shanahan disciples. I gave it a three and a half, Kyle. I had to, I, okay. I had to bump it down a little. I had to. They lost McDaniel, my free, right? Like,
2: yeah, my – Go ahead, go ahead.
3: No, I, I think you have to acknowledge it, right? It's not the, it's a different situation, right? You have new pieces involved. You have a first year uh, quarterbacks coach that has been broadcasting games. It's. I had it at a four last year, and, and Shanahan keeps it above average. But until I know more about these other pieces, I couldn't go higher than a three and a
2: half. Yeah, my um, my gut reaction was a four, and then I really sat down and I looked at it, and I agree with you. Uh, I went with uh, three and three quarters, so 3.75. <laughs> um, so I'm just a touch higher than you. I think Kyle Shanahan by himself does get it above average, right? And it's just the rest of that supporting cast, you've experienced some attrition now. You're going to have some unanswered questions. And because of that, and and Trey not getting on the field to get playing experience that he could apply for himself, I chose to come in just below a four, but still very much above average for coaching, supporting staff.
3: Agreed. Uh, Quarterback room. Kind of weird, right, Kyle? Because Jimmy G is a big... He's a big piece of scoring this. Um, you know, he's the guy that's can been I, Can I jump in Shanahan. real quick?
2: Sure. Can I jump in real quick? I don't know that it's a good thing that Jimmy's here or not here. I think you can make an argument either way. Because mm. even if Jimmy's still here, there was it's enough weird. of a performance and team success last year that, like, now you kind of have to deal with that, oh, Trey's not getting the job jump, put Jimmy back in. So it's it's weird either way, but please go mm. go ahead and continue.
3: At least he's the veteran, right? Like I think that's where you find yeah. some silver lining, and it feels like it feels like he's a good teammate. You know, like I don't I don't think he's gonna be like at odds with with Trey. I mean, everyone understands what's going on here. Um, but his presence probably helps more than anything. I, I certainly understand where you're coming from. That's worth acknowledging. Behind him, Nate Sudfield. Uh, And then, uh, Mister Irrelevant, Brock Purdy, right? If I if I'm not mistaken, there. I don't. I. I mean, this is kind of a rough situation if Jimmy G's not in that room.
2: Man, I I can tell you for their backup quarterback situation, Trey Lance, notwithstanding, with Jimmy G, they sure love them some UDFA caliber quarterbacks, don't they? Right. Going all the way back to (laughs) Bethard,
3: bro. Mike didn't. know who do they have with the other guy? Nick Mullins.
2: Nick Mullins He's had some productive games, Literally man. UDFA, I believe, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so, yeah, they love them. Some. I'm UDFA twisted up back here, back. Kyle. I'm twisted up. I really had I, ha- I had no idea what to grade it.
3: Three and just move on with our lives. if, if Jimmy's not there, then it goes down to like a one and a half.
2: Correct. I don't think you can score too favorably, even with Jimmy here, because of the dynamics that I mentioned. Like, I'm not in love with it versus Joe Flacco as the backup to Zach Wilson, right. because nobody's going to pound the table for Joe Flacco, an over Nobody, the hill vet, right. respectfully. Joe to be the starting quarterback. Jimmy is in the prime of his career. The ceiling of that prime is debatable, and that's why they drafted Trey in the first place. Yeah, three. Let's call it a three. If he gets traded. We'll come back and revisit, and we will adjust what this looks like. Uh, But nevertheless, uh, Joe, Joe, this is, of all the guys that we've done this with thus far, tied for the best situation through two categories amongst all the guys that we did, amongst all the things that we've already said. And I think that should be something that 49ers fans feel optimistic about as we continue this process.
3: Real talk, though, if they trade Jimmy G, they better get a quarterback in there, like somebody that's played.
2: It Go trade for Brian Hoyer, right? You you obviously have a backup quarterback in New England now with, um, the one you Bailey just drafted Zappy in the fourth round. Bailey Zappi. We'll get to Matt Mac Jones later
3: in the week, guy. <laughs> get,
2: get, yeah, we'll get to Mac. Jones. We'll get to Mac tomorrow. We'll get to Mac tomorrow. Is
3: it tomorrow? Was he QB four?
2: No, no. It's it's Fields. I'm, Fields. I got thrown off by just seeing so a name di- below. So disrespectful, Mac Jones. To, to Justin Zuma. Fields.
4: Oh my goodness.
2: No, it's because I look from the bottom. <laughs> instead of from the top down
3: did you know most people are paying too much on their auto loan dave used auto approved to refinance his car replacing his overpriced loan with a cheaper loan and lowering his monthly payment now since he's saved with auto approved he's sitting behind the third base dugout instead of the bleachers auto approved connects vehicle owners with their best available rates to refinance their existing car loans with no markups ever and handles the paperwork yes even the DMV making it simple to save thousands and pay less each month how by instantly accessing the nation's top lenders to uncover great savings when you refinance with auto approve you get your best rate and more with an advocate that works for you to make sure you get the best deal that's right for you in fact in 2021 auto approve was able to save their customers on average over $150 a month. That means more money for better seats, better snacks, or that new jersey you deserve. Not only will they save you on your monthly auto payment, but for all of our listeners that refinance through Auto Approve, they'll send you $100 cash to your mailbox. So, what are you waiting for? Auto loan rates are historically low. Take your tailgate to the next level when you refinance with Auto Approve. Put more money in your pocket for what matters most. To find out how much you could save and to claim your $100 cashback offer, visit autoapprove.com slash That's autoapprove.com slash B-L-E-A-V.
0: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or Mc Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every
1: time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
0: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, let's get to the
3: offensive line.
2: (laughs) Yes, please, let's get to the offensive line. Now, here's the thing that you feel good about. With the offensive line. Trent Williams is a top two offensive lineman in football, right? And sure. probably yes. one. He's probably the best offensive lineman in football.
3: Ooh. Zach uh, Martin might have something to say about that, but he, it's, mm, it's
2: close. Yeah, I'll, I'll take my chances with Trent Williams, Things uh, Okay. Plays okay. too. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, what else do you like or not like?
3: Uh, I like the other tackle, uh, uh, Mike McGlinchey. I don't like losing Alex Mack and Lakin and Tomlinson. Let's not understate that. I mean, that's a big deal, the middle of this offensive line. I know Daniel Brunskill has been a tenured guy there at right guard, but you're talking about two new players and really? Jake Brendel at center and Aaron Banks at left guard. This is not – I mean, this you lose Alex Mack and Lakin and Tomlinson and you insert Jake Brendel and Aaron Banks, that's – you got worse. You got worse on the offensive
2: you line. Know, you know what's really tough here, too? is those two guys are going to play next to each other. Yeah. Like losing the center and an interior guy, no matter what is really tough because now that you got to your ability to, to have stabilizing pillars on either side of a new piece is mitigated. And that's really tough. Aaron Banks, a second round pick. Um, You're obviously hoping he becomes the player that the 49ers envisioned. And I liked him coming out of Notre Dame, maybe not, to the degree in being a second round draft selection, but there's obvious tools there to work with, and um, the the center position maybe they, maybe they call JC Treader, you know. Obviously, mm. with with the rushing offense that Cleveland has had, and you need somebody other than Brendel and Donovan West in my eyes, uh, and I, I don't even think they have another center flexible offensive lineman on the roster. <sighs>
3: So how do you score this thing? This is where it gets really tricky. I like three. Two of their starters are really, really good. And Daniel Brunskill's a, an adequate right guard. But you have two major question marks in the middle. I do like Aaron Pink's as well. Can we say this is average? Everybody's can over. this be a three? Is it a benefit of the doubt situation? Because schematically you like how this can work with McDaniel, or not McDaniel, with Shanahan, and like they've been able to get production out of players. So we give them the benefit of the doubt? Or is this something where we have to go a tick below average?
2: I gave it a three.
3: I had a three written down, but I was ready to bump it down a little bit.
2: Brunskill played fairly well. McGlinchey missed half Mm -hmm. the year. Uh, And I know he regressed a little bit from what he was when he first started playing there. But you've got two quality tackles and one quality into your offensive line. And I feel fairly good about the majority, and I'm optimistic about Banks. So I gave it a three. If it was last year, you'd be at like a four, four and a half.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no doubt about it. And if you return those guys, you'd be right there as well. You you have one of the best offensive lines in the league. Speaking of the best, Kyle, this Sonos Ray speaker, my goodness, this thing is phenomenal. You got to try this out. We hooked it up and obviously we enjoyed like watching TV and movies and stuff right away. But then I got my, uh, my phone hooked up to it. And let me just Play tell you, we had a Sunday or, down on it or whatever. Dude, just, I'm a Spotify guy, but I, I loaded up a playlist and we we had some, we had a cookout here on Sunday afternoon. I, I had some brats on the grill and I was blaring this thing, man. And it was awesome. Fills up the entire downstairs of my house. I mean, it is super great sound quality. Uh, you can really hear the bass. Like I, I I played bass. And so I really care about that. And so I could, it was like really tuned in really crystal clear sound. You can hook it up to your TV, your phone, super easy to use. They have the Sonos app that you can, you can get on your, your phone and you can like control it and stuff like that. I absolutely love it. You guys got to check this thing out. Different sound it's settings. A, yeah, dude, there's a lot of fun, customizable features. And boy. it was easy to hook up too, right? Like I didn't expect it to be as easy as it was to hook up. Uh, Cause I've purchased sound bars in the past. And uh, that was a real struggle for me. This is clearly the best sound Just not piece a of equipment guy. I've, i've ever owned right no no doubt about it get one for yourself visit sonos.com to shop for the ray now
2: so joe you you mentioned you had a cookout and um saw a picture of the grill you Mm -hmm. had uh you mentioned some brats a couple weenies on there everything turned out good
3: it was phenomenal yes
2: listen i i know you are a big grill master you probably have a lot of you, you were not intimidated by all those weenies on the grill right no handled it confidence is key and it's also confidence in the bedroom too sometimes stress and anxiety or bad day can affect your performance and ruin the fun for you and your partner blue chew has come to the rescue blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as viagra and cialis but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost blue Chew's tablets help men combat all forms of ED because BlueChew is an online prescription service there's no visits to the doctor, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy with the little sheet you got to give to the the teller or anything like that. It ships right to your front door, discreet packaging. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com. Consult one of their licensed medical providers and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. Best of all, it is done all online bluetooth licensed medical providers provide you with the right ingredient and strength for your prescription don't only like swallowing pills no problems Blue Chew's tablets are chewable bluetooth tablets are made in the usa and they prepare to ship direct it is cheaper than pharmacy so here's a special offer for our listeners try bluetooth free when you use our promo code believe at checkout just pay five dollars shipping that is BlueChew.com. promo code believe b-e-l-e-a-v to receive your first month free and have confidence in your own weenie.
3: All right. Let's talk about this run game. That's something that Kyle Shanahan's had a lot of confidence in uh, because they're Ooh, always good at running. Segues the Segways on
2: segways on you know, segways here. I love not, it. Not,
3: not bad. Get a Sonos speaker, get some blue chew. You're going to be, you're going to have a great night. I'll tell you that. you uh, going to have the run so game humming, huh? You're, you're, yes. Um, Elijah Mitchell, Ty Davis price, another good. third round running back. To go with Trey Sermon, yep. who uh, we yep. like, but uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on they there. And Jeff Wilson, not. who's gotten some time, right?
1: So yeah, that it seems, combined like with Sambo's
2: confidence in Trey Sermon is not to the level that they would like. It. Obviously, I drafting he was so a good at Ohio State. State. Yeah, um, was good at Ohio State.
3: But it's that's kind of this offense, right? It's like just insert running back; they will be good. Um, Maybe you wish it was a more talented group. I don't know, but I, I think you you look at the scheme here. You look at what Elijah Mitchell did last year, and you I think you have a level of confidence about this. Plus, hold on, Trey Lance is going to be part of this running offense, right? That's the whole appeal there, that you have a guy that has size and athleticism to really add to this entire equation running the football. So maybe you have questions about a of these offensive linemen. You have questions about the depth and how it all works together. But I think there is a benefit of the doubt component, and we've not seen a Shanahan offense yet with a guy like Trey Lance and what he can do to influence a run game.
1: Can
2: I ask you this, though, because this is my question with the run game. This run game has so traditionally been wide zone based. Do they have a wide zone runner on the roster right now? <laughs> no. Right, they they have much more inside zone, and that we were when when they drafted Aaron Banks and they drafted Trey Sermon and they drafted Elijah. Mitchell That's what we in we said. Twenty one. That yeah. was the with, with Trey Lance. Right, it was okay. Mm-hmm. More between the tackles, more QB power. Like so, we're expecting to see a little different layer, like you mentioned with with Trey Lance in the QB run game that exists there. I just think it's really really fascinating that I don't have confidence. I guess Jeff Wilson is your primary outside run threat. I'd probably like to have a little bit more there to have that traditional dynamic. Uh, So I I would expect there, you'll see a lower percentage of wide zone than you've ever seen in Shanahan and San Francisco.
3: And this is coming off of kind of when they were featuring like Raheem Mostert a lot, Matt Breida was, was part of the mix there. Those guys are on other teams right now. Where's what's Tevin Coleman's on the Jets? Like the the inventory of you know right. your your speed dial backs all, for this offense. All his, assistants took all right his guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of the problem, right? The only spot that they can work. We w- you saw Matt Breida in Miami. I saw him in Buffalo. There's nowhere else for him besides right. this type of a scheme. Got to go back to the wide uh, zone. Got
2: to go back. Right. right to so the we'll wide. see if he, ironically how long enough, he lasts now both of those are offenses are going to run more wide zone. Both the places he's been that he struggled with, ironically, now that he's gone, they're gonna actually do what he'd be great. Right. Make sense of it if you can. I can't.
3: Yeah. What do you? I still gave this a three, Kyle. I think it's. I think it's at least average. Eliza Mitchell had a good year, benefited the out type situation when it comes to this run scheme.
2: Listen, we gave it. An, we gave the aver, the offensive line an average grade. You're gonna have a quarterback run game that you feel really good about based on what Trey Lance did at North Dakota State, and I like the backs. I gave it a three and a half. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have questions about the transition, uh, but I did give it a three and a half. So I think this is above average personnel. And I think you can implement this quite well. And if Trey Lance hits the ground running, it's probably going to be better than the three and a half and the three that we gave. Pass catcher. Yeah, let's talk pass catchers. You have George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk as your starring role players, plus the backs out of the backfield. Uh, I think Elijah Mitchell can catch the ball. Trey Sermon can catch the ball. Uh, You also have Juwan Jennings. Uh, Danny Gray is a vertical field stretcher. You just took in the third round. I gave this a four and a quarter, 4.25. I think this is a really, really good group of pass catchers.
3: I gave it a four. Um, You got a couple of the premier playmakers in the league at their respective positions in Debo and George Kittle. Mm -hmm. You mentioned I mean Ayuk is that other guy who had over 900 yards last year he's a really interesting player and some nice complementary pieces around them to make it all go right like they, this is a really nice group of skill players uh, not a lot of like question marks in terms of like there's some availability concerns that you could you could bring up but this isn't like some of the other teams that we've talked about that have a young quarterback and weapons that you're interested in but they haven't proven it that's that's not the case here right you you have a full complement of weapons around him in the passing game that are established players that you know what to expect and should deliver. The only concern being availability concerns when it relates to Kittle and Samuel.
2: Yeah, and even if they do miss some time, as long as they're both not going at the same time, like you're right. you're going to have a premier piece to to work right. volume through and, and manufacture. So I I like this group a ton. This is I think easily my my favorite. Um, my favorite dynamic of what we have here for San Francisco. How about the defense? I think the defense is interesting. Um, the front's really good. Obviously, you have Armstead, Kinlaw, Bosa, EcuBomb's in the picture now. Uh, they signed Hassan Ridgeway as a rotational interior guy to help them uh, with their depth. Kimoko Terre, we've liked a lot. They drafted Jake, Drake Jackson with their first draft pick in the second round. You've got two stud linebackers behind it and Fred Warner and Drake Greenlaw. And then Oren Burks coming over from Green Bay, I think, is a, a quality player. Uh, so the front seven looks pretty darn good. My questions are on the back end. Uh, mm-hmm. Jimmy Ward is obviously a, a big piece of the puzzle there. Uh, but George Odom stepping into that other safety spot, there will be some change and transition for them there. Uh, Jason Verrett with his health and durability is always a question. Unfortunately, they brought in Chavarius Ward. I just ideally would like you to have a little bit more horsepower in the secondary for me to feel mm-hmm. really good about what you got defensively.
3: Here's the thing. This is the way I look at the defense. You you broke it down uh, in, a, in a way that I agree. Um, but this defense was good last year, right? They were third in yards, top 10 in scoring. Like, uh, this was a frigging good defense last year. Uh, D'Amico Ryan's one of the up and coming coaches in the league right now. And I think they're deeper. I think this is a deeper unit. Um, Traveris Ward is a nice add to the group. Emmanuel, Sand- uh, Emmanuel Mosley, excuse me, has been a developing player that I like. Maybe Jason Varek can be healthy. But they have some premier players up front in Bosa and Armstead and, and, and Fred Warner, of course, a linebacker. So I don't think this unit, I don't think it's going to take a step back. I think I think they have all of the ingredients they had last year, plus a, some more depth and potentially better play in the secondary if Jason Vrett can be healthy. I like this defense. Um, what did I give it? I moved off my notes. I've cl- I have have closed out my notes. This is not a good thing. Jeez. Uh, fill for me. Fill for me, oh, Kyle. Oh,
2: geez, Rick. Oh, geez, Rick. Uh, are you not concerned at all about the departure of uh, um, be my question for you.
3: Somewhat. Somewhat, yeah, but I think if they can have better corner play and I think they're deeper up front with their pass rush. Charles Amenehu, a sneaky nice ad they made mid-season last year. Yeah, I have this and you know defense at four.
2: I gave it a three and three quarters, so a 3.75. I've, I went went happy on the quarter rankings this time around. Um, like I said, if you <laughs> if you were able to either give me somebody other than George Odom, and maybe George Odom will be good, and that's a very realistic possibility. But Jaquiski Tartan, his versatility is a second-round pick who was really good for them. Uh, since 2015 was just enough for me to not buy in and give it that four out of five Uh, but this is this is a very well scored collective situation as i'm sure chris is getting ready to come in and explain to us now hello chris
4: ran the numbers for you guys here uh you find that article by the way I did. I don't. I I feel bad calling somebody out because it's still up on their website and it still says that mm. you know Mike Wallace is still the. But uh, it was a clutch points article.
2: Mm. So yeah. Let us astray. Please redirect your vitriol, everyone. Yeah,
4: I, I, and I said it was from an article. I I, I was very clear about it. Um, <laughs> so both of you guys. View this year's uh, situation for Trey Lance worse than last year's. I think that's takeaway number one. Mm-hmm. Last year, Joe, you oh, gave it a 20, yeah. 24. This year, a 20 and a half. Kyle, for you, it was a 23 last year, a 21.25 this year. I will say, mm-hmm. for each of you now, after putting all together, this is still your third best situation, combining last year's quarterbacks and the quarterbacks that we've done uh, this year with Kenny Pickett. And third. one of them was Trey Lance last year. That was better Correct. than that. You you both have Mac Jones 2021 first. I, am, uh, I, I, gonna... I do not believe he will get those And that's those why high... he was able to win 10 games and go to the playoffs, okay? And, Damn it. And, we were right I, about that. We... And I think the situation is going to be a little different this year, and he's going to find himself a little lower on the 2022 scale. But, yes, <laughs> uh, this is your highest 2022 quarterback um, so far. Uh, Joe, for you, it's Trey Lance, Zach Wilson, Kenny Pickett, Trevor Lawrence in that order. Uh, Kyle, for you, it is Trey Lance, Kenny Pickett, Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence. That is the order we have yeah. so far. Justin Fields tomorrow. We got Mac Jones, and then we got Davis Mills to close out uh, this series.
2: Yeah, so we got lots to look forward to. So thank you guys for checking out DraftToots. Thanks our friends over at Bet Online for their continued support of the podcast. Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, Chris Schubert, the Draft Network made a great Monday. We'll talk with you guys again tomorrow.